Today's daf is daf Beis. We went through the ten takonis that Yeshua made, and we asked the questions. It seems to be more than ten. In fact, Rabbi Yochanan Amoida argues, and he says it's the case of a tree, you know, it overhangs another property, and those other person, and because it's giving some nourishment from the other property, it doesn't mean the other person is a, is a party to the tree, and you cannot say by Bekurim, you know, the land that you gave me. And we said, no, that was a special takonis. Everybody foregoes that, and they um, are and therefore, the person entitled to say that. And the Gemara concludes that it was an Amoida. In fact, it this, these tentaconas was not said in the Bryce, it was said by Rashur Malevi. And in fact, we say, five lines on the top of the page. Learns it openly. Put down ten different laws, and he argues that who says is eleventh. Talking about different takanas. Now we're going to move on uh, uh, the next period, which between after the churban byishishin, going into the byishini, and that is as. He said that the Torah could have been given by Ezra. That, that's the chus that he had. Is asora takonas tikin Ezra. There were ten takonas that Ezra put into place. Number one, and we'll go through each one. Number one is shekoyin b'mincha b'shabbos. We're going to explain each one in more detail, so I'll just quickly go through it at a moment. That that Shabbos we should read b'mincha the creation Torah of the next week. Number one, and v'koyin b'shein v'chamishi. So too on Mondays and Thursdays we should read the Torah. We'll come back to that. Number three, So too, now that you're reading the Titus on Mondays and Thursdays, the Bezdin should convene on Mondays and Thursdays. Number four, Mechaptin. And uh, we're going to go explain each one later, so let's go through. This is just the heads up. You launder your clothes on Thursdays. Shabbos, the fifth day of the week. Next thing is, One should eat garlic on Erev Shabbos. A woman should wake up early morning and bake. And bake. And why? We'll see anymore soon. Normally, sinner is an apron. But here, Rashi seems to say like a chastity belt or like a, some under undergarments that um, so it doesn't get, ever get exposed. So she sneezes. A woman should go ahead and comb her hair before she goes to the mikveh. Talk more about that soon. We want the peddlers to go around town to sell the, the perfumes and, and, and makeup and so on. We'll see why. And the ticket fill of the barcarian. He said that a barcarian has to go to Mikram. We'll explain that all that soon. We'll go through each one individually. Let's go through now from the beginning. Why do you read Mincha Shabbos? Because Yoshe Kronos. Many of the Shainim Taich, Yoshe Kronos means Ladegeis. People have nothing to do. They hang around street corners. So therefore, on Shabbos, we want them to learn a little bit extra. But actually, the Yeshua Kronos are people who ran stores, and during the week, they're so busy, they wouldn't even come to Shul on Monday and Thursday to hear Kriya Torah. So therefore, on Shabbos, we give an extra dose of Kriya Torah. Based on this in Halacha, we say that the that the, the, the Kriya Satayra, which has the least significance in the week, is Minchan Shabbos. So even though it's a big machlek, if you if you have no Sefer Torah in town, the only Sefer Torah you have is a puzzle Sefer Torah. We, we pass in that you should read from it without a bracha, or many say you should read from it without a bracha. But Minchan Shabbos don't even bother doing that. Because it's it's, it's only because of Yeshua Kronos. The only reason why we instituted that we should read a second time on Shabbos.
Big question that Hashem talk about is why don't we do the same thing on Yom Tov? So why don't we have Mincha Yom Tov as well? Uh, we should read the Tater and Achrein talk about it. So some say because on Yom Tov, you know, we have um, so therefore we we don't put the Mincha in the afternoon because the afternoon is Lochem. Is your is for you that you should enjoy yourselves, and uh, so therefore we don't really put uh, that. Also, we had uh, they used to learn Yachikala was on Shabbos, so they did learning anyway on Shabbos. There was no need to add uh, uh, Kriya Satayda for learning sake. <clears throat> okay, then the Gemara continues. It seems to me that Ezra is the one instituted. You should read on Monday and Thursday. Ezra ticket, Ezra instituted for me. God have him It's an old, old minute. The time we learned, they traveled in the midbar three days and couldn't find water. Those people who dash in the trader say, ain't my that the water is is refers to trader. We had in the first page. Never it says, hey, cold summer, who am I? Maybe I thirsty, go drink water. And so what happened was, Kivan Shahoku Shlesh is yummy. They went three days because that's impossible. They went three days in the midbar and they had no water. Three days went without Taita, Nilu, they became foolish or or um or lonely, whatever, or thirsty. Um the Navim Shibanaim, the Navim amongst them stood up, they ticked the lamb and they decided she had Kaidin Bataita. Now the Gemara says it Navim Shibanaim, who we're referring to. It's in the midbar. This is prior to Matan Torah. Who were the Navim Bainahem prior to Matan Torah? Only Moshe. So the Rambam actually changes from Nevi'im Shabbanim to Moshe Rabbeinu. But it says Nevi'im in plural. So the Mephoshim trying to work out who are these Nevi'im that were massacring it, and why doesn't the Gemara say Moshe, and why the Rambam Nafka says Moshe. And that hasn't really been resolved. Uh, umafsikin be'echa b'shabbos. That's Judges, and that's after Mantera. And this is this is prior to Mantera. Umafsikin be'echa b'shabbos. Um, so what happened was Shabbos they read. This is what they instituted back then. So the, our question is going to be: as initiated, it was already around before. Shabbos they read, Sunday they don't. Take a break. Koyin b'shein read on Monday or Mavsikin. Shlishi levi. They don't. Tuesday Wednesday have a break. The koyin b'chamishi read on Thursday Mavsikin. Ed of Shabbos. Why? And we Shabbos Ed Friday don't read it. Kedesh leigimuyam leitayda three days leitayda. Why Monday and Thursday? You could have done it Shabbos Sunday and Wednesday, and then Shabbos. So Tais is another saying to bring over here. But Moshe Rabbeinu, the third time he went to Shemayim, he went up on a Thursday, and according to the calculations that we follow, Seder Olam, that Sunday was the first of Sivan, and Shabbos was the sixth day of Sivan, and uh, and then in those days we didn't do in the, with uh, we didn't do Riyas Salavana. They did a calculation, as we know that in the midbar they couldn't do Kiddush Achayish because they couldn't see the moon. There's clouds above them. Kiddush HaKadosh didn't really start, they went to Yisrael. Big Machlech is Roshayim between Rabbein Hananul and the Rambam. According to Rabbein Hananul of Sajagun, the main mitzvah of Kiddush HaKadosh is not to see the new moon, it's to work on calculations. The new moon is if you see it, okay, fine. But the main mitzvah is the calculations. And the Rambam holds no, he's a fakert. The main mitzvah is the Kiddush HaKadosh. But either way, if, if you follow, in the midbar they had no choice but to follow calculations. So uh, based on this calculation, it works out that the third, Moshe Rabbeinu went up, uh, you know, on the, um, he went up on Zion Stephen, or he went up uh, and came down, Yud Zion Tammuz, Shiros Tammuz, saw the thing, broke the luchas, went up again on the 18th day of Tammuz to, to appease Hashem. So this is the second lot of 40 days, came down on the on 29th above, went back up, um, um, 
came down as, and went back up the following day, and um, which was a chay show, and he came down on Yom Kippur. So that's forty days. Uh, for so he went up. He went up the next day of Av. Av was a mala. He went up the next day of Av, and El was always a chaser. Twenty nine days in El, so forty days in Kippur. And Hashem said, "Vayem and Hashem salachti kederachim," which was a Monday. So they so Moshe Ben went up on Thursday, came back down on Monday, and that is why we it's called an Ace Rutzen. That is why we then um, read the Torah Mondays and Thursdays. That is why we have to have a fast day. It's Mondays and Thursdays. Bahab is Monday and Thursday. So one of the so one of the Achreim asked. So then, how come when you, you start a fast day or everything, we start Monday? If you start on Thursday, he said the reason for that is a separate reason altogether. You're not allowed to you're not allowed to declare that we're having more. You're not allowed to declare a fast day on Erev Shabbos on Thursday, because then this Yakra Hashari, the people who are selling food, suddenly see people buying extra meal. They think, oh, you know, something we don't. Maybe there's a hunger, famine. The prices will skyrocket. So they, we didn't want that because they're buying for Shabbos and Thursday night for a big meal because they need. So that's why they decided not to declare a fast day to begin. So maybe the end result is. But he went up for it for Thursday and started already then. They, you know, they've already told him Salah Haluchas. The moment they've told Salah Haluchas, we know already that things are going to go well. Okay, so that's. Um, so so the question is Monday and Thursday came from, from the Nevi'im of the Shainim. What does Ezra do? Mikara Tikl Chad Gavra Klas of The beginning, one person was called up three Psukim. Why three Psukim? For Kayin and Levi Yisrael. Three people, three people. Big Machaik Zashayim, how to understand that? Some of the Shayim learned three people, and they read Sachako three psukim. Each one read one pasuk. Others say, no, three people, each one read three psukim. So a total of nine. And three times three, because each one should have a chazaka like three. So, so you have three times three. So ticket plus a gavas of you need a minion. Need a minion. So prior to Ezra. People didn't come into town to hear Kriya Satayla. I mean, Tempsukim. Prior to Ezra, people would not bother coming down even to hear Nayim Sukim. The moment it became Tempsukim, ah, there became a day. And as a result of that, they decided, you know, the butter didn't also convene on Monday and Thursday because everybody, as Gemara will say, everybody comes in to hear Kriya Satayla. Surprised Ezra didn't come in to hear Kriya Satayla. Can I get a sort of This Gemara is a big problem with the Gemara in the beginning of Megillah because the Gemara in the beginning of Megillah says that the um, that why do we bring it back to Monday? You know, if if, um, if we bring Tainus Esther earlier, uh, or so we bring we bring in Megillah Nikras on Mondays and Thursdays because people go to town anyway to hear Kriya Satoida. But Ezra was only after it was in the beginning of second base of Migdash. Mordechai was way before then. Way before it was it was it was, in, it was in this during the in the period of the seventy years in between before there was a Takana of Ezra to read the Torah Monday and Thursday. So what do you tell me, Amaisa, that when it says be maim is my name, all those things we learned over there in the Gila that you read earlier because they used to come in Mondays and Thursdays for Kriya Satayda. When there was no Kriya Satayda, then it was three Psukim or nine Psukim, nobody came in. Mordechai, they all deal with that. Um, next, Why because people came in town anyway, and it seems the shuls were, you know, the the the, the but they didn't were abutting the shuls. So, or some say the butting itself was a shul that had on safe tater, and therefore the people were there anyway. So they went into a tater there. Taisa asked a question we had in the beginning of Exodus that they were butted in every day. It sounds like Ezra didn't add anything. He diminished. He said, "Guys, forget about Tuesday and Wednesday and Friday. Come only on Monday and Thursday." What are you giving you credit? If anything, he stopped it. Oh, so Tayson Ksuba says, not here. Tayson Ksuba says that the Pshanti is prior to that, the button they never convened. If there was an entire, they sat down. 
As I said, no, no, you have to be open, have the offers open, and people then, you're inviting people to come in, otherwise people don't want to go through the tircha, finding a bezin. So that was his takana. Oh, that's what Tesha says over there. But then the other answer, Tesha, which is here, he says, prior to that, there was one city in every state, in every big area, there was one city. Came along, as I said, every city should have, which other Rishayim and Raj brothers argue, what do you mean? It's a mitzvah mahatreda. You have, you know, every city has to have one. So others want to say, only not to throw. As I said, the chutzlars, you should have a bez. Others argue, where does it say anywhere it has to be that throw? Anywhere in the world where a Jewish community exists, like Melbourne, there should have been a bez. And unfortunately, we don't have one. But there should there should have been a bez for butted for commercial disputes and everything else, an official city bez. Because a mitzvah had a title, some of the Shayim say. In chutzlars. Anyway, then it's. Then he says, You should launder on Thursday. Big Maklik is what Ezra actually did. Was this Takana that you have to launder on Thursday? Why not on Friday? Because we want you to be involved in you know, preparing for Ezra Shabbos. So his Takana was to launder every Thursday. Is that what his Takana was? Or Fakir? He said, His Takana was, Don't do it on Friday. Leave yourself time to prepare for Shabbos. If you need to do laundry, do it on Thursday. But not that there's a mitzvah to do laundry on Thursday. Next, the midst of Friday night, for The Rosh says a beautiful thing, and brought down the tour, actually. He says the first letter of Bnei Yisrael Shabbos is Bia. So, how do you keep Shabbos? Friday night, Friday night, because there's a mitzvah of Oynek Shabbos, Oynek. And garlic is, is a, an aphrodisiac. So there was big machlek is then in the achreinim, either Shabbos me Friday afternoon or me Friday night. But one thing for sure, the, the, in Shulchan Aruch it says, it's not raw onions, eh, raw garlic, it's cooked garlic or baked garlic or fried garlic. Something that tempers it. And I just read a few weeks ago that they just came out with a garlic that they took out the the, the, the strong odor from it. They they changed the the genome whatever it is, and they took out uh, the genetic took out the Wrong order. Because the Gemara says here, Modna Zach. We see in a second. Five wonderful things are said about garlic. Mashbia, it fills you. Mashkin, it warms you up. Matsopony, it makes your face radiant. Umarba Zeres, and for using and it increases your semen, uh, your power is strengthening your semen. It kills all the insects inside, all the bacteria. Now, if it's raw garlic, it doesn't add any ava whatsoever. So it must be talking about cooked garlic or um, fried garlic. Because if there's love, there's no jealousy. Who cares, you know, what's more important than love? Next is we should have isha mishkem mashkemes ve'ayfet he passes through anim. That woman should wake in the morning and should be bread available to anim. Part of shadi is for tzedakah, so that anim don't have to wait. In fact, remember we learned tiny is that women deserve more credit than men because uh, women have the food ready, men just give money. But others say that anim means your husband, that your husband has to go to work, so you don't have to wait till you have breakfast ready. Everything is ready. We should have isha chaygeres v'sinim mishum tzniyus because it's tzniyus. Um, uh, what do you call it? <clears throat> we had a whole story in the big mud. Okay, whatever. Because it's nice. Ushtay Isha, Chayfefes, Vitaivelis. Interesting, because when it comes to a shaitl, we learned that inside the house, you don't have to wear a shaitl because the laws of Tsinis are not so 
you know, careful inside your house. So where are we talking about over here exactly? Chagedas besinner. You talk about inside the house, or we're talking about if she if she goes out. Um, it's not clear. Because the Rama seems to be saying in the house, Rama actually says in the house. Other things seems to be learning that. Says you know, what a woman should comb here. Let's bring Rashi says chayfefes the way we normally touch. Chayfefes means to you know to comb your hair, you know to to disentangle all the you know the tangled hair and to get rid of everything. But the Mugiyasim and other Shem learn that chayfefes actually means to take a hot a hot uh, hot water and put it on your head, wash your head with hot water. So everyone has that I see. It's Mahatoy the Tanya. You know, why are you doing this? Not only your boss, first of all, the mind should come a contact with boss, and also S. Should be nothing in between the, your flesh and the water. Should be no, it's nothing intercepting and no What's S referring to? Something which is secondary to your flesh, and that's here. So we see, you have to make sure that there's no chatzitza. So we we had the other gemaras here. It depends if it's rave and makpid or rave. The mahatayid it's only if it's rave and makpid. Majority of your body has chitzah and your makpid. But if it's rave and makpid, or miut or makpid is only with the rabbanon or geiser. And and there's a machlek is there shining when we say rave means rave is the hair separate from the body, and we look at the rave of the hair, or we look at it in context of the entire body. So even if all your hair is chitzah, but the, the rest of your body doesn't, then it's not uh, a problem. As Tais also trying to point out. Bathing and preparing is only a minute you throw because all you have to really do is is your hair, which is common. You have to look into it. Maybe they're entangled. He came along with See, Rashi clearly says Khafifa means to comb. In other places, we find the word by Nazir, we say, now, it seems clear from there that it's not to comb here, it's something else. Maybe like the Zoshani would say, it means to wash your hair with hot water. Others say, no, when the Gemara spells out clearly the mystery, then obviously it means that. But when it doesn't say that, then Khafifa means to keep it clean, which is through combing your, your hair. <clears throat> okay. Second Gemara further. We want to go out there and make sure that the women look, uh, you know, give them what they need, their, their, their perfume and their makeup and all that kind of stuff. Why? They want women to look pretty for their husbands. And therefore, a city cannot stop these people from coming around. So you have to you have to go to mikvahs. You know, no, awesome. you have to only go to mikvah if what if you're going to eat from or eat kachim. Also, he came along and said no. Even for learning taita and then davening, you have to go to mikvah. Rabbi Huda ben Seder rejected the idea of taita because the is compared to fire, and we had more brachas in the early chops. Uh, just like fire is a couple of something here, so it was abolished. And then later on, also was abolished with the tefillah as well, davening. Um, there's um. But today, when we go to mikveh, is that the shame the takana of Ezra, or is that Tam Tosefus In Shailas, the tefillah was on a shemai written by one of the Balatoses. He was asked exactly this question there about mikveh, going to mikveh for davening, and and that letter is the only letter, if I remember correctly, that has a date on it, and the date on it is Yutes Kislev. And he says in Shemayim, it's a fascinating tshuva. He says in Shemayim, there will be a Yom Tif one day on this day. And what's the whole tshuva about? Going to Mikvah for Dafi. 
and it's clear what it's all about. <clears throat> what happened to this Kislev, you know, the Mizrahi Magi passed away, and Alter Rebbe came out, and this is to, to, to do with uh, going to the mikveh for davening. So it's um, it has to do with it's it's in of kedusha. Taisha already wants to know. We learned in Marbei and other places that if the if the if the Sanhedrin puts in a takana, you cannot overturn it unless God will remember the chacham a minion. You have to be greater. So how can Yehudim say to come along and overturn Ezra when Ezra could you know, was ready was rowed to bring the Taisha to us like Moshe Rabbeinu equal to Moshe Rabbeinu? So Taisha says either it was never accepted, uh, or Yehudim say to argue he believes Ezra never gave that takana in the first place. And we had in Moraz and Avodah Zarah, we learned Aflam Agov, they made a zeta called Shemen, the oil of a goy, should be Asa, but because it was never in the Spashit, it was never accepted, therefore it sort of fell through the cracks. And let's continue. Now the Gemara says, Asara Dvorim Nem Yishalayim. There were 10 things said in Yishalayim. 10 din. Number one, Enabai's Cholaba, that, I, that um, um, the din is if you sell a house in a walled city, you have a year to buy it back, and after that you forfeit it forevermore. But in Yishalayim, not so. Um, now remember, we had a machlekes in Yuma whether Yerushalayim was divided between Yehuda and Benjamin, and then we talk about the base of Migdash. Benjamin got most of the base of Migdash. That's why it's called Yidid Hashem. Or Yerushalayim was never divided among the Shvatim; it belongs to Klal Yisrael. This brayse here hold that belongs to Klal Yisrael. So therefore, because it belongs to Yisrael, as we'll see, ain't a bias cholof. Ain't a maybe egla rufa. The Gemara again will explain each one separately. You don't bring an egla rufa if you found um, a body next to Yerushalayim. You don't bring an egla rufa. Ain't a nasi and a dachah. Don't become a dachah. But go through each one soon. Which is a city that the entire city, the majority of the city, have worships of the special laws that you burn, you know, all the belongings down and they, they, they commute their punishment to something else, a um, different form of death. The aim of Tamab and the the house, they don't become, they have leprosy. The aim might seem bazizim you don't have these um, balconies, and you don't have these sticks sticking out. And Dratvaz um, in the Chuba, who lived in Ishlaim for a while, lived in Egypt, wants to know how come this law about balconies doesn't exist today. That you shouldn't have any houses in Islam that have any porches. We'll talk about soon. You don't do tips. You don't have big fiery furnaces. We'll soon see why not. You don't have any gardens, nice gardens, and and orchards. Except rose patches, or according to Rashi, it's one particular garden that existed. That existed from the Vim and the Again, we're not sure who these Vim and the are in this case here. And the aim of gardening, but Tanagoyim we already had before. You don't want to raise chickens because they bring this to they they dig in the ground. They bring these pieces of shrotzim. The aim of and just cut him around. The aim of leaning about a mess. And uh, from all the tekanah, it's the only one that still exists today. We do not allow a mace to remain there overnight. Pass away, you bury straight away. And we'll go through each one individually. A house after a year, generally in a walled city, after a year, you don't buy it back. You lost it forever. But our town holds, it only applies to if it's, uh, you know, that you, your house, but this is Yishalayim, um, belongs to nobody. We don't bring in Egla Rufa. We already had another place, you don't rent houses in Yishalayim because it's not yours to rent. And so on. If you found that in the land that Hashem gave you, doesn't it's not on your land? Teisha already asked how can Egla Rufa exist in Yerushalayim when uh, when the majority of people there, the influx of people are from who knows where they come from. So you look at the rive, and what's hard to understand here is because if you if you remember the Gemara Yuma. I didn't say anybody talk about it, but the Imam Yumel of Chavbeis there about these Kainim who had this race in the morning who can get to the top. 
And then one coin was losing, he pulled out a knife, killed the other guy, and then the father of the coin who was dying said, Oi, who's going to bring the, the, the egg larufa here? The Azora or the, or the, you know, the coin of the Yishalayim? What egg larufa? There's no egg larufa in Yishalayim. There's no, you know, does not become Yerdachas. The Tzivit says, Orecho. It says in the Pesach that if you hear in one of your cities, well, there's no, there's no your city. Shlaim is Lein's Chalk. We Shlaim's Chalk. We Shvatim. The only time in the game is no leprosy. The Chibit says, "Nasati negis rabbi." He says, "Chazaschen." The land that you inherited, Shlaim's Chalk. We Shvatim. The only time is in the game is why shouldn't you have these balconies and these uh, these uh, poles sticking out? And they oil had tumah. There's a tumah underneath of the balcony, and some other guy, another guy walks by. Special coin. Umishum the leiliski oil the gal. We also don't want. They shouldn't bump the heads, or you make it the streets narrower because of these things, and the golem will be uncomfortable, and we have to make them easy, life as easy as possible. We don't have the garbage tips from Shkotsim, because you'll find over there Tomadik Shkotsim hanging around. These big furnaces, because it generates smoke, and it will blacken the walls of Yishalayim. We want to look nice, yet no gardens. Why not gardens? Doesn't garden be different? Because Rashi gives two pshatimir, either because the um, grass, after a while, when it, you know, it dies, then you pile it up and everything else, it doesn't look nice. So in other words, trees look beautiful. If you ever drive in the east coast of the United States, you know, in the beginning of fall, the most beautiful Massachusetts and all that, the red leaves, that's about a month. And afterwards, it looks terrible because it looks, there's nothing there. Everything is, every tree is bare. Uh, yeah, but when it's not, it's everything is bare. Same thing here. So the garden, certain times of the year, to look nice. We want your slime to look pretty year round. That's one shot of Rashi. And the other one is because they use fertilizer. Fertilizer has a terrible smell. And we don't want your slime to have a terrible smell. There's no road. That's Gemara. The Advaz basically says, how come we don't follow all these rules today? And the only rule that he missed, I don't talk about at all, is the Aimalinibus Ames, which means that we follow it today as well. First of all, Aimalinibus Ames, if you don't let the mace stay overnight, the terrorist is less solid. You're not allowed to leave a mace. But the difference is around the world, if, if it's, let's say, the children are far away and you want to wait. Covered hames, where it's covered hames, so that let's say the children should be able to be present at the levaya, then you're allowed to delay the, the levaya for a day or two. By Shanking Shalim, there's no circumstance that you can delay. It has to be buried. As if you're ever in Shalim, you'll hear the cars constantly going, you know, going people for a levaya. And he says, all the other ones is because we're living among going, let the walls be black, let your Shalim look ugly, let all these things happen. Maybe the going will leave. So, which means, according to Advaz, now that we're all, you know, we're all the Yina back, this law should be back. So you shouldn't have uh, all the things. But also, he said regarding Tumna, because I want to tell me anyway today. So any law that revolves Tumna, like the porches and all that, we're not worried anymore. Then he continues. You shouldn't have any Chazayim. Why shouldn't you raise any Chazayim? Tell me what we learned. When there was a. Um, now, we have the same Gemara in the end of Saita, but there the, the names are reversed. So I'm not sure which is the right version of the history. But basically, this is a descendant of Matis Yo, descendant of Shimon, his son Shimon. And uh, so turn around, we learned. Kishetzoru, so this is Alexander Yanai, grandson of Shimon. Kishetzoru, and then when he died, his wife took over, and she's a very strong woman. And then she had two sons, and she favored um, one of the sons. And the other son said, what do you mean? But I should be the one who's in charge. So there was a big fight. And one of them was inside Yishlaim, one of them was outside. Whichever one was outside decided to make peace with uh, one of them with their own so that he can attack his brother without realizing he invited them in. And fortunately, the rest is history. And it says that the Churban Bayis Shani 
happened as a result of this particular incident, even though it happened many years before. Like Chase himself wonders what's going on here. This happened many years later. You know, Yechum buys the fittas many years later. But this is the beginning of that history. So what happened with Yisrael? They were fighting. Hurkinus was inside the walls of Shalim, and Aristobulus was outside. Every single day they dropped a box of coins. And the people outside would sell them. They needed the money. I guess they did it. From here, by the way, there's a big, um, there's a machlek. Is if when we say kabbanas, they used to monitor for four days. Is that only lechatchila or even b'diavet? Because here it seems they gave money and they got a covenant and they brought it up straight away. But lechet is hard to understand. And based on this, is a whole big machlek. It's hard to understand because they really don't have much of a choice. I mean, what do you want from them? Not only b'diavet. This is shas of chak. There's an old man. He knew the Greek language. He turned around to them and he said, Kozman, he said, as long as you as, as in the base of Middash, um that they work they're doing the Kabanas, ain't You'll never ever succeed. tomorrow, And so what they did was they gave him a chazin in his place. When the chazer came up halfway, not the part of the chaymer stuck its claws into the wall. When his dad's edge is roll and the soul was shaking, Arba made his parcel, made his parcel. Tastes a number of times. It's like a lotion guzma. Entire just roll trembled. But he says, "Amru." At that moment, they said, "Order the ishi gadol chazerim." Curses the person who raises chazerim, which should be anywhere. And big machlekes are showing him lechayda. Why do you need a curse when we have a din? You're not allowed to deal with comedic animals. So Tasis makes a big chiddush here, and the Rajba fights it, and looking Kufi Zayin Shachonorach talks about all this, and that is Tasis says only animals if you raise it for food, like if you're raising pork, to be able to be eaten, then it's awesome. If you're raising it for the hide and nothing else, then it's permitted. And the Rajma says, where do you make such a chilek for? You're not allowed to deal at all with any animal that could be used for food. You're not allowed to deal with horses and donkeys that nobody that nobody eats. Then it's different. But other others, you know, it's And curse be the person who taught his son the Greek wisdom. And now normally we'd say it means you know, philosophy and all that. But here we're talking about even the language. Because if, if you don't read enough, if you don't know the language, then you can't read the books. At that moment, we learn. Usually, the oiman has to be brought right next to the shalayim or next to, because he wants to be fresh and moist and everything else. But here, they had no choice because these these people on the outside of the wall went and destroyed all the fields around so that the base of Midas should not have kabonas, access to kabonas or anything that they require. So the oiman far away, which they have to bring ashwars. Again, very, very far away. So it wasn't fresh or anything else. They wanted to hurt them as much as possible. But interesting, they still gave it to them. So at the end of the day, these Roshayim still had a Shom inside them. And they felt, you know, we got to have an Oymer. We got to have these things. Okay, we'll see you tomorrow, Mr. Shem.